guys, and welcome back to The Biblical Woman. I'm Kat. And I'm Whitley. And today we are talking about an exciting topic, one that Whitley and I have really just finished, (laughs) (laughs) and that is college life. Yes. We both just graduated in December, so less than a year ago. So For real. (laughs) So I graduated with my bachelor's, and then you you got the big degree. Yeah, I, I just graduated with my master's, so... I kind of, I breezed through college real, real quick, <laughs> but because she's super smart. But Well, let's go ahead and jump into today's topic. You know, how does someone go about choosing a college? What should be some of the things that you think about when you're, you know, making this big decision? Yeah. So I think like, first off, um, find a college that has a program for you. Um, don't pick your program based off your school. Pick your school based off your program. Yes. And make sure that it is accredited also. Because yeah. there are some schools <laughs> that have programs that aren't accredited, and then that can really affect your ability to get into graduate school, taking board exams, or even finding a job. Oh, absolutely. And I think that that is really important. I mean, I've known a couple people who didn't realize that their school was unaccredited and they're like, oh my goodness, what do I do now? Like I have this degree that is unaccredited. <laughs> like, yeah, like I spent all this time and this money getting this degree that now I can't really use. Oh yeah. So definitely make sure that whatever school you're looking at has the accredited program that you want and then pick the school based off of that. Yes. But of course, that's not the only thing you need to look at whenever you're looking at schools. Um, especially from the Christian's perspective, you need to look at your campus ministry options yeah. and even the options for Christian involvement outside of the school. Yes, definitely. Yes. Um, that should also have an influence on your choosing that school. But we also don't want you to dismiss public schools. Oh, absolutely. Discredit public schools uh, just because they don't have Christian or Bible in, in the their name. name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. But once you get on campus, one of the things that you want to do is to get involved, like Whitley said. Mm-hmm. And what are some of the ways that they can get involved? Um, really? I know at least at our school, um, the campus ministry had a meeting once a week, but they also had a building. It was technically off campus, but it was directly across the street. And the person who ran the weekly meeting for them was there all day, every day, pretty much. And the building was open uh, for Christian people to come in and get together. I've been in that building several times and people were sitting together doing Bible studies. Mm -hmm. So really, I mean, if you're like me, I'm real awkward. (laughs) I don't like walking into situations where I don't know people. But if you're walking into a campus ministry, chances are someone's going to step up and introduce themselves and talk Mm -hmm. to you. And that's a great way to build relationships with good, solid Christian friends. Absolutely. And, you know, that becomes your like family away from family. Mm -hmm. It's just how tight knit everybody is and just really doing life together. Absolutely. But the thing with going with campus ministries is that that is not a substitute for church. Mm -hmm. It is something that you should do in addition to church. So especially if you're living on campus, you're away from home, it's really important that you also find a home church away from home. 
And a lot of colleges, I know the one that we went to, they did something called a church fair. So all of the local churches would come together, set up a booth and get to know students on a personal level. And that was a great way for students to, I don't want to use the word shop, but really just shop around at the different churches, find something that aligns with what you believe, something that really just matches you and what you are looking for in a church. And so church fairs are a great option. If your school offers one, definitely go. For sure. And really just kind of going along with that, like take a moment to reflect what you believe as a Christian. Because there are so many different denominations and it can be troubling if you are believe one way and then attend a church that teaches another way. Yes. And so you want to be able to keep yourself like, I mean, not that. You want to find a church that teaches what you believe or closest to it. Yes. Not that it's bad to have challenging opinions, even in the faith, but you want to find something that aligns with what you truly believe. So take a minute to reflect on what that is before you just jump into a church and call it your home. Absolutely. And going off of what you said there, just go ahead and really define what you believe, clarify it, just think it over because in college, in Christian schools too, Christian schools, public schools, your faith is going to be challenged. People will teach things that contradict your faith. Um, I know there are Christian schools that will teach things like open theism, which is that God learns. And we know that that is a heresy. So even Christian schools can teach heresies. And that is why we need to really know what we believe and why. And, you know, secular schools are just as bad with that. Mm -hmm. I had a professor... Uh, tell me, try to use the Bible one time to justify polygamy. And then, <laughs> oh, I know. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I know. And I was like, I was like, no, that's no, this is not right. Like, what are you saying? And he was just spouting off all this stuff. I was like, you do realize that you're wrong, right? And I tried to like, <laughs> I tried to defend um, monogamy and Christ's intention for marriage and he literally shut me down and said I will give you an F right now and kick you out of my class if you don't stop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but even if your professors, you know, shut you down like that, one of the things that you you just have to do this for yourself because your faith will be challenged in those moments. Even if you don't get the chance to defend it out loud in public you will have to defend it to yourself in the quiet, in private, because doubt does bring up. It does. Joining clubs can be yes. so fun. We were sorority sisters also. <laughs> yes. As I drop all my <laughs> We were real good friends before we joined the sorority, but yes. we were sorority sisters together, and it was a lot of fun. Um, luckily, our school didn't tolerate hazing, and yes. our sorority as a whole didn't either. But there are some schools and sororities, fraternities that do mm-hmm. allow hazing. And a lot of what comes along with hazing is getting drunk, uh, doing sexual acts, doing things that involve sin. Yeah. And I just got to say, if your friends are going to pressure you to sin, you're better off without them. Yeah, I 100% agree. Like, And I know when our sorority... 
there were a lot of great Christian girls in there mm-hmm. who even as, you know, adults today, they are still amazing Christian women and we are still friends with them. Yes. So just because sororities and stuff can get a very bad rep or college clubs can get a very bad rep, they are ways to find like-minded Christians and share those special memories with each other. Mm-hmm. And it, like I said, it'll establish lifelong friendships. And especially if you guys share Christ as the center of that friendship. Absolutely. I remember, I mean, we eventually had girls that joined in that were not part of our sorority, but I had a group of girls from the sorority that we did a Bible study together. Mm -hmm. And so we're all still really good friends. So yeah. So like joining clubs, joining clubs. Yeah. Great fun, but don't let yourself get pressured into sin. Absolutely. And there's our quick college life discussion for you guys. Go ahead and subscribe to our show. You can subscribe to our vlogs on YouTube. You can subscribe to our podcast on any podcast platform. You know, in the past, we have talked about the heretical Gen Z Bible. And as Gen Z, you know, we didn't understand it. (laughs) (laughs) And (laughs) we had another Christian Gen Z YouTuber and podcaster join us and even he agreed with us on how ridiculous this book was. So definitely go check out that. And if you guys would support us, that would be amazing. But yeah, if you guys are interested in supporting us, you can do so on Patreon, but also keep us in your prayers as we grow as Christian women, but also as we grow as a podcast and a vlog and just as a ministry as a whole. And if you would like to connect with Whitley and I, you can do so at simplydevoted.net. And yeah, we'd love to hear from you guys. Mm-hmm. So definitely check us out. Yeah. Let us know what you guys want to hear us talk about. Mm-hmm. We'd love to hear your ideas because we can. We, we can talk about anything. Yeah, we'll talk, talk about, about anything. anything. <laughs> <laughs> We're kind of open books. We'll talk about anything. And we want to be able to talk about the things that you want to hear about. Exactly. All right. All right. Well. Stay tuned for next time.